Praise the Lord. Come on, we know a whole lot better than that. Come on, praise the Lord. What a mighty God we serve who is worthy to be praised. All right. Hello, El Cajon. How y'all doing? All right, all right, all right. Praise the Lord. Um, glad to be here. I'm excited about what God's going to do. I'm in, I'm in, I just got back from Congress, and it was pretty good. Um, Congress wants us to pray for them. Amen? So that's what we're going to do. So um, in about a couple of weeks, I'll start getting emails from Congress on things they, they want us to pray about. So you'll start hearing monthly updates about what Congress wants us to pray about um, in the Senate. And um, they, they said they need, to hear, they need to hear, they want the saints to pray for them. So it's pretty cool to hear some people in the House of Senate and Congress say they want prayer. So, um, so we do need to pray for them. Um, today, I think, today I'm starting a series called um, Power and Authority. Um, I think it's going to be a very important series. Um, being in Congress uh, made me realize something, that um, we need to really get back to understanding roles and, and positions because um, we're in a chaotic world right now. Unless we get it back together, um, it may, it will. Bible says that it's going to get worse before it gets better. And so I believe that. And therefore, the church has to be ready for when it gets better. So as it gets worse, we got to become more solid and foundational. So as it gets worse, there's some place they can run to for the, their safety. Okay? Let's pray. Spirit of living God, let your rain drop him for fresh upon your people. Spirit of living God, let your rain drop him for fresh upon your word. Spirit of living God, let your rain God, can revive your servant this morning. Lord, let me decrease that so spirit might increase. I pray, God, for transparency in my seat to me through your son, my father, and patience. Stop with the servant. Please bring your servant to a detour, sign that I may show him the way to the cross. Because God's absolutely nothing about me. It's completely all about you. God's completely all about you and absolutely nothing about me. I pray for three things this morning. I pray for challenge. I pray for conviction. And, oh, God, I pray for spirit of change. If your people are challenged and convicted by your word, they will be changed by the same power of that same word. Let your spirit have the right of way. I pray, God, that you accept the offering today I present to you in thy sight, O Lord and my Redeemer. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Power and authority. The next two months, I'll be talking, this whole month of May, I'll be talking to women. In June, I'm talking to the men. God gave two specific roles to both parties. He gave the women power and gave the man authority. The definition of power is it's a noun. I mean, you are that. It means the ability or capacity to do something or act in a particular way. This is the capacity or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others or the course of events. In other words, the power of speech. I will do everything in my power to help you. How many know that w when someone speaks life into somebody or speak life into things, that's power? That's woman's. The next thing, the next slide I want to show you. The Bible says in Genesis, and Adam called his wife what? Because she was the what? She brought life into Now, she haven't even had a baby yet. But he called her the mother of all what? And she brings out life. Power says what? Go back to the word power. The word power says is someone that influences or changes to what? The, build, the, cap, the capacity or ability to what? Direct or influence behavior of others or the course of events. The ability or capacity to what? Do something or act in a particular way. Helping someone become life, become life is what power is about. Adam calls her his wife Eve. Women have the power to change, to, 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 to bring life. Next one. 
the next slide. Now, here's why women have tons, tons of power. So if you're married, men, you need to listen to this. First three, three, seven says, husbands likewise what? Clothe them with understanding. Who's them? The wife. Giving honor to the what? The wife as a weaker vessel. And as being heirs together of the what? And we, we're co-heirs. That your, the your goes to your, the, the your goes back to who? Husbands. In scripture, the only person that has that much, there's no one else in scripture that has that much power over another's prayer besides a wife. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody has that much power over another person's prayer like a wife. If that ain't power, I don't know what is. You know why? Who's your wife's daddy? God. And don't no father want no man to mess with their what? Their daughter. Am I right about it? So guys, if you don't honor your wife, your prayers are going to go nowhere. That's power. But now also this is authority. Authority. Okay, okay now he, he no, no, go back. That perfect part. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get to it. I have so much I want to preach to you today. Good night. I'm going to have to do some of this on Wednesday. Um, but what happens is this here, ladies. When the curse came, the woman said, God told the woman, I will, mo- I will greatly multiply your what? And your conception. There's two things. God put, because woman went into man's authority, God gave her double burden. No one hurts like a woman. Come on, ladies, come on. Y'all hurt, y'all, y'all hurt, y'all hurt deep. And he said, I'm, I'm multiply your sorrow, the burden of the burden that you the burden you weren't supposed to take in the first place. I'm, you're gonna get that. And your conception. In pain shall bring forth child. No matter how much pain, but no matter how much pain you have, your desire shall be to your what? No matter how pain, how many women women know pregnancy is pain? How many y'all how come y'all keep getting pregnant? <laughs> Because the Bible says so. He said, he said, your desire, that, that, that's twofold. Desire shall be for, for the intimacy, but also, the word also means, this the word shook means the desire to have governing over your husband. To usurp his authority. That's your, that's your desire is to be intimate with him, but also has a, 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 a connotation of also want to usurp his authority. That's why it says, he shall what? I mean, he shall govern over you. The word, gov- mean, the word Moshah, which means to govern. So, in the curse, you're going you're gonna to get double sorrow. You're going to desire your husband to be in charge, and to be in, you're going to be desiring intimacy, and you're going to desire to take his authority. God already gave you what? Power. The issue is, you want to come into his authority. Now, man, man, the word authority, means the power or right to give what? To what? And to enforce what? The power to influence others, especially because of one's what? Commanding matter or one's recognized what? He has natural authority or one who's being used to being being obeyed. Authority is given. So the wife must give the man authority. Because as in her submission, she gives she gives him a, she gives him the right to make decisions, the right to enforce obedience, 
to give influence, to give, in, to give authority in the household. God gave her power, and men have authority. But the, verse, the next verse, it says, then the Lord took, Lord took the man and put him what? To what? Tenants, keep it. I tell, I, tell every woman, I tell every woman this. Before you marry somebody, listen, ladies, before you marry somebody, they need three things. They need to know God, have a house, and have a job. Come on, come on, ladies. They have a house, know God, have a job. Pastor, what do you say that, Pastor? The Lord God took, took the man. That means Adam had a relationship with who? Put him in the garden to do what? That means to work it. And to do what? Keep it. So he had a, so he had a house. So he, had a, he knew God, he had a job, and he had a house. So if you may, you're dating somebody who wants to marry you, you don't have a job, you don't have a house, so now you, 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 ain't, you, ain't, you ain't got it yet. You, you may know God, you may get a job, but you can get a place like your own place, because according to the Bible, he didn't bring Eve until he had those three things. Next one. Check it out. Out of the ground, the Lord God formed what? Every beast of the field and every bird of the air. What did he do? And brought them to who? To see what he would what? And whatever Adam what? That was its name. So guys, God gave the authority to speak life in the people. Eve brings life. Eve, she's what? The mother what? All living. She brings forth life. And man's job is to what? Speak life into it. Okay? So the biggest problem in society now is that we're trying to flip-flop the roles. So I'm going to show you over the next two months the proper way that these roles should be aligned that way God can bless the family. God can bless the, the house because God wants to bless the house. But unless you align yourself to these roles right, they become intertwined, become confusing. So this morning I'm going to talk about the power of a godly woman. Ladies say, I have power from God. Guys, just deal with it. Brothers, just say amen. God gave women power. And then you just, just deal with it. There ain't nothing you can do about it. They, they got power. We, 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 we went to war because of their power. Come on, y'all. How many of Napoleon got jacked up because of Josephine. Come on, somebody. I mean, Mary Antoinette messed that brother up. You know what I'm saying? David lost his stone because of a woman. I mean, I mean, I mean, come on, come on. I, I mean, they, 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 they got power. Brothers, they, they got power. You, you, you will come home at night. They, they got power. So you, the quicker you learn that and, and, and embrace that, the better you're gonna be. Now, they don't have nothing. They don't have the authority, but recognize their power. So, in our text today, I'm gonna show you a lady who who has. Who, how God will bless women who use their power in the right way. So we have, we in First Kings 17. I'm gonna try to get this thing so I can make sure I get as much as I can. If not, I'm gonna back it up on Wednesday night. The word of the Lord came to, came saying, "Arise!" Now this is this is the prophet Elijah. Okay, Elijah was one of the prophets, one of the greatest prophets of, of, of the, in the day. He was a, he was a he was Elijah the Tishbite. When Elijah showed up, kings just shuddered in their feet. He was he was no, he was no joke. He said, "Arise and go to Zarephath." Now. Let me give you the backdrop. From verses 1 to 7, Elijah told King Ahab it's not going to rain because the people of it, uh, Ahab was king. He was doing terrible things against God. And God told, told Elijah, it's just, it ain't going to rain no more. 
So God made the rain stop. So for three and a half years, it wasn't raining. And so God told Elijah, go by the brook of Sherebin. And at this, this, this Sherebin brook, this, by this, this brook, Elijah was getting taken care of while the drought was going on. And then Elijah, God brought a raven. The raven is the most stingiest bird in the world. A raven will not feed anything. It barely feeds its young. It's stingy. Here God brings the most stingiest bird to feed his man. But over the course of time, the brook dried up. Then God says, he says, God always does something unusual to push you to out your comfort zone. He says, go to Zarephath. Now, here's something cool about Zarephath. Zarephath is the capital city where Jezebel came from. Jezebel was Ahab's wife. Elijah just killed 800 prophets of Jezebel's prophets. She had a, 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 a wanted dead or alive on Elijah's head. Why would God send the prophet? Now, he could have sent to Jerusalem, which was only like 10 miles down the street. No, he said go 100 miles into Jezebel's homeland in, in where you are wanted dead or alive. I mean, that don't, make, that don't make no sense. How come God always does the unusual to pull us out of our comfort zone? Then he says, so, so you, you can go to Zarephath in, in 100 miles into, into your enemy's center. And you're going to not just go visit, but you're going to do what? Dwell there. Remember God said, make your enemies your footstool? Then he says, he says, see, I have commanded it what? The most unusual person on the planet a widow without a husband in those days was very very needy they had no provider so God says Elijah I want you to go 100 miles into the enemy's camp into a widow who doesn't have a man and she's going to provide for you and your needs how many know that don't make no kind of sense but that's guess what it's kind of God we serve next then here's some so he rose now they say that did, did he go pray? Did he start praying? Did he, did he have a fast? Did he go talk to somebody else? Said he arose and went. As soon as he had the word of God, he rose and went. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed it what? Gathering what? And he called to her and said, please bring me a, wa- a little water and a what? Now, what was going on, was when he got to the well, he did like a call and response was calling out. How did he know she was a widow? They had, they had garments for widows, like mourning. So her husband just must have died. Because after her husband, there's no, you, don't, you don't wear the mourning veil anymore after he's been died past 30 days. So her husband just must have had died recently because she must have wore the mourning veil for him to recognize, here's a widow. He called to her because God said, I'm bringing what? A widow. So he had to, he, since he didn't know who this woman was, she had to have on the mourning gear and She's also, she's a Gentile. So here God sends his prophet to a Gentile nation in Jezebel's hometown, who's the widow, who doesn't have a man, to get provide for him. I mean, Elijah is in the worst place meeting the worst kind of woman. But God always used the worst to bring out the what? Y'all, y'all with me, because y'all with me this morning. Y'all with me this morning. Bring me a little water. Here's the first thing, here's the first thing a woman does. A godly woman does. A godly woman knows how to what? Listen up. The text says, God said, I commanded a woman in Zarephath. 
That means this Gentile woman in, in, in Jezebel's hometown, who was a Gentile, Phoenician woman, had a relationship with God. God must have told her, you need to go to, on this day, go to the well. Go, go, go someplace. I, the, the, I'm bringing, she, her spirit, she was listening up, she was hearing God, and God said, go, um, somebody, something unusual will happen today, but you got to get out. You got to get out from what you, where you are, because where you are is causing you to get, to get, to, to get, to get comfortable. And I, I, I got to push you, because she, ladies, sometimes God will push you out your comfort zone Matter of fact, this one, I, I, got, I, got a, I got a cool quote, I believe. This, this, okay. This is cool. Those people who, those people belong to what? So they speak what? And the world what? Look at verse 6. Verse 6 says this here. But we belong to who? And those who what? Do what? She had a relationship with God. She heard God. Okay. If they do not belong to God, they what? That is how we know if someone is, has what? My calling as the pastor, as a bishop, is when you when God said put something in your spirit, you come here, I'm to confirm that or the challenge that, that you would walk in that. That's how you know it's truth or if it's a lie. How many of you ever, ever, ever went, came, came to a place and, and you know God told you to do something? but you're scared to do it. Then you come to church, hear a word of truth that confirms, come on somebody, I, this, and, and, and you go, how in the world did he know? Every time I do it, a couple, they go, did you tell pastor? No, nah, he ain't tell me nothing. But guess who told me? God did. And you come to church, and because we both belong to God, when you praying, seeking God, guess what I'm doing? So I say, God, what do your people need? They need the spirit of what? Truth. So when they, when they come to church on Sunday morning, give me a word to confirm the truth that you put in them that's so supernatural they can't deny what the Lord says. Because the next thing is, is this here. As, as she was going to get it, he called her and said, bring me what? I, I, got, a, I got a clip. Let me show you what happens when you, when you, when you, when you don't listen up um, to God's Say the disaster thing. No, no, that's not the one. That's the one. I want the one with the um, 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 the planes, airplane one. The one with the um, um, it's okay. You good? That's that that one. That one. Let me show you what happens when you don't listen to God.
all the while, you, all, you always wind up losing something. Look at this quote, uh, this, this quote, um, the next. The word listen contains the what? As the word what? Is that interesting? You can't hear God unless you're what? Quiet. We were too busy trying to be so right. Um, Proverbs said this here. Every word of God is what? He is a shield to those who what? They, they're drunk. They don't know what's going on. They put them trust in themselves to the point where they almost killed themselves. How many of us have, have thought we was right and we were what? Wrong. Because we didn't hear the pure word of God. And it cost us. Next Kings verse 12 says this here. She said, listen, listen, listen. now listen now. She, 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 she's hearing, she heard from God. God spoke to her. This is how we know she's saved. As the Lord your God lives, she recognized he's a prophet of God. This is the word Jehovah, Yahweh. So she gave the, the Hebrew name of his God. Didn't say God. Gave the Hebrew in the Hebrew. So gave the Hebrew name of Yahweh. Your God lives. Look, listen, listen to her. I do not have bread, a handful of flour, in a bin, and a little jar. She said, I don't have, don't have much, and I have a little. I said, I don't have, it's not much, and it's a little. She's speaking about her situation. She says, I'm gathering a couple of what? But I may go in and what? Pray for myself and my what? That we may what? How I many that's a rough situation? Look, look, at the, look at the next. Look, look at the look. Look at look at the preacher. He says, "Don't fear. Go and do as you have said. Go get the stick, get the fire, but make me a small what, and bring it to me. And afterwards, make some for yourself and your what." This is what God says also. The next, next Godly women know how to what? She listened up. She said, hold up, bro. <laughs> Here's one part, that, one part that's very amazing to me. She didn't lie to him about where she was at. She said what? I ain't got much. I got, I got a little. I have a whole, I, 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 I ain't got, I, when a woman, a godly woman, doesn't mind being truthful, she wasn't saying, oh, I got it going on. No, 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 no. She said, listen, I got a little. It ain't much. And I'm about to go die. And she leaned into the, pro she leaned, listen, listen, the next verse, I got a verse for you. He says, oh, but now, oh, Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. Israel, the one who formed you, says, don't what? I have what? I have called you by name. You are what? In the midst of her fear, God is saying, I got you. Next verse. When you go to the what? I will be what? When you go to the what? Rivers of what? You will not drown. When you walk through the fire of what? You will not be what? The flames will what? In all those situations, God didn't deliver the person from it. 
According to the text, they had to go through what? The river. They had to walk through the fire what? But the fire didn't do what? And the flames didn't what? God didn't deliver you from the water, from the fire. From the, he said, I'm going to take care of you as you go through it. A God woman knows how to lean in the things. God, listen, listen, God. We in this thing, and, and, and they lean in and say, God, I, I, I need you. This, this next verse, this verse, this verse. For, the Lord, for the Lord God said, so now, she said, she told him in verse, now listen, your God, as, Lord, as, as the Lord God lives, as Yahweh lives, all I have is this here. Brother preacher, the brother prophet, as, as all I have is this. He said, thus saith the what? She gives God the acknowledgement, as long as Yahweh lives, I only have this. The prophet goes back and gives her what? A word from, thus says the Lord. He says, here's what God's telling you. The bin of flour should not be used up, nor shall the what? Until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. As she leaned into God, the man of God, what? Spoke life into a situation. As she told the truth. See, you can't get truth unless you speak truth. So she leaned in. When, she, le- when he, she leaned into a situation, God leaned back into her. Next, Check out the next, next thing. This is a pretty cool quote. R- read it. R- read what it says. You want to? How many of y'all know that's, that's real? She said, I ain't got, she said, I'm going to die. Hit he, 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 this guy. Remember now, she'll know the prophet. They, they're not in a relationship, but she knows who. So she wanted to change her situation. Her, her what? Having death. What did she have to do? Come uncomfortable. Look, look at the, the, the next thing. Blessed are those who what? And have what? Made the Lord their hope in what? She was at the end of her rope, but she wasn't at the end of her, of her hope. How, how many of y'all know, how many of y'all been at the end, end, end of your rope? But she wasn't at the end of your hope. How many of y'all got kids? And y- y- how many of you know your kids will push you, push you to the end of your rope? But how, but how many of y'all keep praying for them? Because you're not at the end of your hope. Same woman. Lord, Lord, Lord I can't see it. I don't, I don't know how it's going to work. I can't, because look at the very next a wise man will hear and will what? A man of understanding shall what? Remember now, she, she's already list, listened up. She's leaning into God. The man of God said, listen, the Lord you said who I represent is telling you, if you lean into him and, and do what the Lord says to the Lord, the all you have will never come out. You always have flour if, 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 you, if you lean to God. Then the next thing, she, he says, oh, now Israel, listen to the Lord who what? Created you. Or is you the one who what? Do not be afraid. For I have what? I have called you. I, I say this again because why? Beloved, God knows your name. God's not confusing you with anybody else. He knows you. He knows what you need. He knows where you are. God's not confused that there was no oil or no flour in the bin. He knew exactly what she was asking. That's why she sent the prophet in the most unusual place to bless her. Check out the next thing. This is pretty cool. Read it. Read, read, read it. 
How y'all been there? He challenged her. She had to make a choice. I'm on. Let my current situation, what? Keep me where I am, or I'm going to do what? Trust God. Look, look what she says in the next verse. So she what? Oh. Did she pray about it? She called her girlfriends? She had a prayer meeting? What'd she do? Because why? She already what? Listened up. She leaned in. Now, the next thing a godly woman does, a godly woman leads out. Next verse. Look at this side. A godly woman knows how to what? Once you hear God, lean into God. See, here's what happens sometimes. You hear from God, but won't lean into God for the clarifying instruction. She heard from God, then she leaned in, she pressed, she pressed in to hear the clarifying instructions. And when she got the clarifying instructions, she did what? She let out. This text says she went and did what the Lord said. Take this next verse out. I got for you. But you belong to who? My good children. You have already wanted what? Because the spirit who lives in you is what? She had the, she had the living God in her spirit. So when she leaned in and heard the word of God, something in her spirit jumped and said, um, this must be God. Because back at home, I, home, I have what? A little Ben, a little all, and I, I, just got, I just got enough for me and my son. But the man of God said from the, from, from the Lord I serve that if I, if I bless, if I, if I share what I have, here's what people don't, don't realize. God will bless you at your least. And you share. You know, you know who does this? <laughs> you know who does this real well? Wine on. Y'all, don't, y'all, see, y'all, y'all been saved your whole life. Y'all been saved your whole life. And, and <laughs> Back in the day, we'd be in the corner. You know about the guys in the corner? Come on, somebody. Y'all know about the guys in the corner. And we'd be, it'd be Friday night, just got off work. It's, it's the week before payday. How do you know week before payday, you real broke? You sit on the corner with your, with your guys, and you start reaching your pocket, and you go, how much you got on it? They, they, go, they, go, they go, how much you got on it? Come on, y'all know, y'all know what I mean, right? How much you got on it? Then you say, well, I, well, I, 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 I got 50 cents. What you got? I got a quarter. I got a dollar. And you get, and you get, and you get, you get, that, that, you get that, that, that 350. You going to get that Boone's Farm? Come on, somebody here. That, that, that mad dog. And and <laughs> y'all, y'all don't understand what I'm talking about here. <laughs> you, you 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 both ain't got much. You, you, you both ain't. You, everybody don't have a little. We got the, we, we ain't got much. <laughs> we got a little. But what we gonna do? We gonna share. We gonna put it together and go buy that one bottle, and then what? We gonna make it work. On the corner. Why don't we do that in the church? Why don't we take our last and put it, to, put it together so we can get what we need? We wanted a drink. So I had a quarter. You had a quarter together. We can get, we, we get this drink. Why can't we learn to put our stuff together so we can get? Because why? What's in us is greater than the world. But somehow we come to church, we forget we're supposed to share 
In our lack is when we're supposed to have our greatest faith. Because in our lack, that's when God brings the team together. This is why greatest, because the spirit who lives in you is greater than what? Next thing I'll tell you right quick. Those who belong to who? The world. So speak from the world point of view. The world says when you got when you got nothing, you're supposed to do what? Hold on to it. God says when you got nothing, you're supposed to share. Then the widow might gave her whole her whole all she had. That the kingdom of God might be blessed. But too many times, my last get you out of here. Show the last too many times we struggle. This one young lady who's struggling. We're not going to show, show the, um, that's the last point. Show the video now. The last video, the one you were going to show me earlier. Yes. Listen to this woman. And a lot of times, ladies, you struggle with this. Listen to what, sh- listen to what she gets this unusual advice from this kind of person.
quote a quote that, that I found. That's pretty cool. The next line. Uh, no, the, the quote. It has, it has, yeah. Look at it. Says, "I made all this what? Trust me." Then Corinthians says this here. The next verse. Next slide. No temptation has what? Except that is what. But guess what? God is what. Would not allow you to be tempted beyond what you can what? But with the temptation will also make what? That you may be able to what? And the last scripture I want to give you is peace I what? Whose peace? My peace I give you. Now as the world give, give you. Let your heart not be what? how to listen up, lean in, and lead out. God will take care of you. So no matter what you're going through, man, no matter where you are right now, you've listened up, you've leaned in, you've let out on God. No matter how you trouble, don't be afraid. The living God, who according to Isaiah, who knows you by name, According to Jeremiah, he said in Jeremiah 5, he said, I formed you in the belly. He said, I knew you was a promise in the belly of your mother's womb. In John, he says, from the foundations of the earth. That God knows about you. If you don't listen up, you don't lean in, you don't step out and lead out in God. God, I can't see you, but I trust you. You'll never see the wonderful peace of trusting an amazing God. That's my gift to you this morning. Ladies, embrace the power you have. God perfectly designed you in the role that you have to bring life into our world. Don't take the authority that's not yours. Embrace your godly woman power that will help this world be balanced out and get back to what God wants. We live in a world where men are becoming boys and girls are becoming women. We've emasculated men and we made women into and we made and we 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 masculine woman. Now the roles are all backed up and confused. A godly woman embraces her power. A godly woman. Embrace the power that God gave her. Stays in her role, in her lane, that God's kingdom will come. And his will will what? Be done. So ladies, embrace your power and not the authority. That we might be able to live our life in a way that God will bless us and not keep cursing our nation and our family. This morning, if you might be here, you have had a battle. With, 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 can I trust the authority of God? Yes, you can. Can I trust the power of God? Yes, you can. But you have to what? Listen to God. Lean into God. And have the faith to walk out on God. This morning, you're here this morning. You don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ. This morning, you can come to God. 
Real simple. I can see. You don't gotta you don't gotta jump through hoops, you don't gotta do a bunch of stuff, you don't gotta knock these chairs down. All you gotta do is say, I need Jesus Christ. You may have been in church your whole life and you kinda strayed away. You strayed away from God and you kinda don't know how you got here. Somehow you came here this morning. And God says, I need you to come back home. I need you to come back home to me. You're here this morning. You need to come back home to God. You can come also. Let's say you don't have a church home. New Season Church, we, we are not a perfect church. Paul says, I'm the chief sinner. And, and, and the imperfection, guess what? Starts with your bishop. I'm not, I am not perfect. No, by no means necessary. But one thing I do, one thing I will do for you, and I guarantee you what I will do. I will believe about you the way God believes about you. God said you are fearfully in. God said you're the apple of his. And God said you are blessed to be what? As long as the word lives, I will always believe that about you. Because that's who you, I don't care what your grandma said, your mama said, your cousin said, I don't care what no one said about you. I care what God said about you. And God said you are fearful with a maid. You're blessed to be a blessing. And you're the apple of his eye. And I will teach that to you until the day I die, that you will step into the fulfillment of all that God has for you. You're here this morning. I would love to be your pastor, to be your bishop, to speak life into you, that you would walk into your destiny. Because I pray, you need salvation, restoration, or what's called discipleship. All you have to do is raise your hand, and you'll be part of this wonderful family called New Seasons Church. And together, we'll walk this journey together to God's day. Because we're both trying to get to our destiny. I have a destiny, and so do you. And my destiny is to help you get to where God wants you by the truth of his word. And I would love this morning to be your pastor. So let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, there might be someone here this morning who doesn't know you as their Savior and Lord. But Father, there's someone here who doesn't know you as, a, as their Lord. And they'll confess with their mouth and believe the heart that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, who died for their sins. They accept you, will be forgiven. If you're, if you're here this morning, if you want to come accept Christ as your Savior at your seat, would you please just raise your hand and say, Pastor, I need Jesus Christ. I've tried everything else. I've tried sex, nothing works. I need Jesus. I'm empty. I need Jesus Christ this morning. Please raise your hand. Secondly, you may have been in church your whole life, and somehow you ran away from church, and, and you ran away from, and you thought that God left you, but God never left you. And this morning, you feel the call of God to come back home. Come back home, my prodigal son, my prodigal daughter. If you're here this morning, and God says, come back home, would you please, at your seat, just raise your hand. Pastor, I need to come out. I've been running from church for a while, and I want to come home to God. If you're here this morning, would you please raise your hand? And thirdly, I see your hand got blessed. See your hand got blessed. I see your hand. And thirdly, you don't have a church home. You don't have, you don't have a place of accountability, nurturing, and cultivation. I would love to be your pastor, to speak life into you, for you to have life and life more abundantly, and teach you the word of God. You're here this morning. You don't have a church home. And God says, this is your, this is your new family. If you're here this morning. Would you please raise your hand? Pastor, I need to be part of this family. I, I, I've been trying to find a church and this is it here. If you're here this morning, you don't have a church home. I would love to be your pastor. Raise your hand, please raise your hand. Father God, bless those who are here. Bless those on the sound of my weak voice. Bless those who come. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray.